someone I am literally the biggest fan of. So my mom's a therapist on TikTok. So here she is. Please introduce yourself. Lisa. How are you? Um, I talk about her all the time, everyone. So this is the, like the famous, um, every time anyone asks me any advice or especially about, you know, um, going, getting therapy. And there's so many resources online that are readily accessible. This is the person. Mm -hmm. So I am honored that the world is so small and that I got you on my podcast. So thank you for joining today. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. Are you kidding? I love this. I absolutely love it. I just wish I had more time to do it. So I'm glad glad it worked out. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. So I ran her through our normal routine or we'll normally give some DM advice um, through my own Instagram this week. I did have something happen that I posted about on TikTok. So for anyone who is following me on there, this might be repetitive for anyone who isn't someone ended up like crossing a bit of a boundary. So for this week, we're just going to talk about some high level subjects um, in general. I think that would be really great to get your take on. So the first thing I would like to ask you about many people have said, I have started dating somebody who seems like a really exciting relationship. That's really great for me. Um, but I wasn't in a, super healthy relationship before, and I'm not feeling those sparks. Is there something wrong with me? So I've gotten a couple of DMS about that. Um, what would be your take on that? Do you think? Yeah. So let me show So they were saying they were not in a healthy relationship before, yeah. but now they're in one that feels pretty solid and healthy, but they're not getting the spark. Yeah. There's, what I'm, I'm there seems to be no spark. And, um, but is there no spark? Is there something wrong or is this good? I guess, which seems, yeah. I, you guys have asked a lot of direct, um, good or bad. So I want to know, I don't know. If yeah, you know answers. And so, well, no, and that's, that's what I think, right. Where, and you know, you know, me, well, yeah. you know, to know my, my approach yeah. on things that I don't really see things as like good as, and good and bad as far as we just are learning about relationships as we go. So I can't give you a definitive answer, which is why I'm so shocked. I have a following because I'm not coming on being like, do this, do that. Like that, <laughs> it doesn't work that way because we're all so different. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes a spark actually can be, sometimes a spark is this beautiful, wonderful thing that we're like, Ooh, it's there. We can feel it. There's a little bit of that chemistry and we like the way that feels maybe a little butterfly. And then other times that can be a thrill that actually comes from a sense of, Ooh, there's almost a little bit of, of, you know, instability or not safe here. And our body gets it. And it kind of can kind of have a very similar feel. I actually did several videos early on, I think it was like month two or three, because everyone was like, we hear butterflies are bad. And I'm like, what the hell? Like who decided <laughs> butterfly? Who decided butterflies Literally, exactly. And I'm like, can we just leave the damn butterflies alone? <laughs> exactly. I, I kind of came in and was like, no, no, no. Like let's not demonize that feeling or that spark or the butterfly feeling. What we have to do is tune into ourselves to say, hold, hold on here. What, what does that mean? Is that, is that a nice feeling? Is it because like I, kind of imbibing with this person and I'm looking forward to kissing them. And I I'm looking um, that that's wonderful. Those are all those feel goods we like, or is there something about him that feels or, or them that feels a little bit, this feels very adventurous. Like this feels a little hot, but this also doesn't feel like there's a lot of stability to it. On the flip side, what your question's asking is, well, what do we do if the sparks aren't there? And I would say you, you got to flush it out. See, a lot of times people want answers. You know me, you know me well. I, enough yeah, I love I this. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, you're, you're trying to figure out outside the house, if there's something wrong inside the house. And what I would say is I get to say, okay, I recognize in my body. I recognize that there's no sparks. I got it. I'm tuned in. I'm feeling nothing here. And I get to go in and say, all right, let me, let me look around the house. That's why I date. Would I say not to go on a date two or three because there are no sparks? No. No, no. I would say, hold on to myself. Say, oh yeah, sweets. I recognize there's no, there's no spark in here. Let me walk around. Let me see what I notice. And I might say, oh, actually I, I get a different kind of feel that grows over time. That can happen. 
right? Or I might say, ooh, okay, I see something in this house. Now I recognize why I'm not having a good feel at all here. I'm not having a spark. And it's not bad or good. We just have to tune in and hold on to it long enough. But we tend to, if something happens, spark or no spark, we automatically, our bodies go to like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Right? Like I've watched too many TikTok videos. What does it mean? Literally, (laughs) that trend will be the end of me hearing what does it mean? I'm like, we never know. Literally. Yeah. I hear it it in my sleep. Exactly. No, I love that. that. Thank you. I think that's so helpful. And I think similarly to, I have no idea why anyone follows me because I never give any advice that anyone wants to hear. I think, cause I'm like, you know, we're all different. If I give any of, I'm like, we're all different, but, and I think that's really helpful, especially nowadays with dating apps in general. So another commentary I've, I've had a lot of is like, people ask me if I use dating apps, do I ever use any dating apps? Do I believe in dating apps or whatever? I have given a spiel before. And my quick one is I have, I've used dating apps. I've had a successful relationship. I've had two, I think. Um, but also what do you define by success frequently being in whatever capacity of public eye you would like to consider me in? I don't feel comfortable using them at this period of time mainly because recently it has seemed to be the TikTok has used dating apps to be like content. So recently we saw like, I don't know if you saw this, the West Elm Caleb scenario. Oh, oh. I feel like West Elm Caleb and I are buddies. Like, Me I'm as all well. I, I feel like you and I are probably the same opinion. I think <laughs> this is a great conversation about consent and about who I agreed to be on, like be blasted all over online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a fear of that happening to me that seems like pretty realistic. I actually have joked before mm-hmm. on lives. Um, like I have an Aries Venus, I have ADHD and, I'm an Aries, and I'm a very decisive person. And so my fear was, I don't know the entirety of the West Elm Caleb situation, but if we're, if, if part of it was him not calling people back, I have said before, I am someone's West Elm Catherine, cause I have called many, nobody back. I have done that many times. So yeah. my question to you yeah. would be, what do you think about dating apps in general? When um, people say they're not on here for the right reasons, do you think there are right reasons to be on dating apps? Um, and well, you know, oh, I have a lot to say on this. I'm one. excited. <laughs> how, how, how long do we have? Go I ahead, have, like, honestly. Shit, yeah, shit no, I'd love to hear this. Yeah, this you know, and again, I, I mean, I think my, I think what comes across, and this is what I, I mean, as far as what I can gather, I think this is why the appeal to why I, my people follow me and my kids are still puzzled by it like, we have no fucking idea <laughs> that must be and also the best tiktok handle of all time is so my mom's there like it's just so funny like that's so funny i know yeah. i know I've, I've heard that so and you know it just like popped in my head i was like there we go because um, it's always been like because people ask my kids that a lot do you like that your mom's a therapist and they're like hell no who would like that like no yeah. they'll, they'll tell me like mom like stop therapizing you know yeah so, you're like i can't um, hide anything they know she knows no, how i'm feeling totally. um, but but you know i think i have I, I mean, I just feel like my spirituality and the way I see it, like I just have such love and compassion for people. Um, and so I just look at a, a him as a human. Now, does that mean I yeah. defend actions? No, that's not, I don't ask I myself that feel. question. I just have so much compassion for humanity. Yeah. And my thinking is, is like, well, hold on here a second. You know, and I've, I've said this before, I've, I've said this in a few videos, it's the sense of we, we get angry when somebody does not treat us the way we like to be treated, understandably so. However, However, anybody can be on an app app for any fucking reason they want to be on exactly. an app. And it is up for us to learn how to set boundaries. And I, I use the I use this analogy and I love it. This is like my quirky humor to be like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's like a good guy out there, a bad guy out there, a fucking llama out there. It doesn't really matter what's outside the fence if we've learned how to put up a fence and decide who how to watch with our eyes and who we let in. 
Now, does that mean that I'm, I'm, I'm not defending anybody's no. behavior, but my point being is since when did somebody make you God and decide what the app is actually used for? Yes. Why can't somebody say, no, I'm actually there to have an enjoyable evening. I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm actually there for a hookup. I'm actually there for a X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And that's where it's more about us learning how to set our own boundaries so that I can say, okay, how do I hold someone out here to recognize? Is this someone I'm interested in? Is this somebody who's looking for a similar thing that I'm looking for? And I just did a video on this too, because I feel very strongly asking all those questions up front. Isn't really going to give you I just saw you this video of yours. It made me so happy. I was going to ask you about it. I'm so excited you're talking yeah. about it. I feel like such a fan. I'm sorry. Yes, please continue. Don't let me, I got so excited. I about just this. feel so strongly. Like we get angry at other people. You know, again, there's exceptions aside. I, I, I know that you could come and say, well, what about this situation? No, no, always exceptions yeah. aside. We get angry at somebody else though, for the most part, when we haven't learned how to set a boundary and how to be able to say, I am not okay with that behavior. I'm not okay okay. Like you are not consistent or like you disappear for like over the weekend. I'm not okay with that instead. Cause if I learn how to set that boundary and say, you know, I'm not good with that behavior and I'm never going to be good with that behavior. Then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. It doesn't matter what they're looking for on the other side. What happens is we often get duped or this is what we feel. We've gotten duped by somebody's words right. Or what they've told us, which is what I, what my observation was of West Elm Caleb. It's they these stories and they all bought into the stories really quick and like they all like the, and, and, in the Spotify and playlist. Think, <laughs> yeah. to- totally, exactly. <laughs> well, well, hold on. How watch with your eyes. Somebody who's really interested in a situation, and if that's what what they want, like again, I'm not weighing into the content. Simply saying, if you watch with your eyes, if someone's really just interested in sex and hooking up, and that's not what you want. Keep in mind, there are people out there that just want that. So and I'm there's not, nothing I'm wrong not, with well, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I there's agree. literally nothing Simply wrong with it. That's not what you want. All I know is there's a cycle of about one to three months that if you kind of hold back on intimacy, they're going to move on to the next. They're really going to move on. I think you'll flush them out pretty quickly is is my thinking, you know, is my observation. I could not agree more. And I think I could not, I could not agree more. And I saw, so I saw your video and I, I can't stress enough, (laughs) but I'm sorry because about parasocial relationships have been a hot topic that I think I could talk at ad nauseum about, but I really am the biggest fan of your content as someone who goes to therapy. I I like choke with my therapist about it often. I'm like, get on here. And she's like, Catherine, I, I no, stop sending me your own content. And she's like, I love this woman's stuff. I'm like, I know. Like I like before our meetings, we meet like once a month now. She's awesome. She's like, great. I'm like, I know. Anyway. Um, but I like that because I think that empathy is important. And I also think as someone with ADHD who jumps to the conclusion of everything, I need to know how every book ends. I have to finish everything in one sitting. You can't jump. And I've learned a lot in relationships. Like you don't know what you're asking for. So you had, there was a video and your account is great. And I will tag her account below to like in our, um, in the notes for this, but people will say, do you have capacity? Like, what are you looking for as a person with ADHD? That's my least favorite question. What I'm looking for, because I don't know, I don't know until I see it. And how often do you see that? Do you think that that's normal? Do you have any commentary on when people say, I want my husband in a month? Like, I think, do you think that that is a good thing, bad thing? How do you feel? Well, you know, if I didn't think like dating programs were so damn cheesy, I would like put one together because I really think we need to overhaul and rehaul how we fully approach dating because what, and this is where people are like, I hate dating. I'm like, that's okay. If you hate them or not hate them, that's your choice. But I have to think you have to, we have to re- we have to shift how we're going about dating because we've gotten so used to now we're just have, we're so focused on that end 
surprise that yes husband wife marriage yeah. long-term relationship like okay and that we've lost the sense of not realizing it. and you know that video that i did because the gal comes on and says i like asking somebody right up front if you have or if you have terrified space for me. i get terrified when people say that to me i'd be like i don't think so i don't space for myself oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, well and, but see we have to understand what are we trying to do there we're trying to get them to think why do we actually think that they're going to say in that moment like oh no, no. Oh, you're right <laughs> you're right please i, I don't have to say, and, and maybe it may provoke some thought but it's more about what are you trying to get inside why are we asking that and what we're trying to do is get some kind of guarantee up front that i will get the end prize right and it's not i mean it kind of would be like you going through the in and out line i'm obsessed with in and out burgers you're just that's my analogy Ooh, i've like, never had any i'm so i'm so jealous yes. <laughs> okay but it's like you going up and like going to order an in and out and being like are you sure are you sure that at that window i'm going to be getting that in and out burger and what you're trying to do is get a guarantee and we kind of approached like i'm trying to order up a burger up front go through the drive-in line and just pick up that puppy on the way out and we approach relationships like that and it doesn't work. Ever. You can't ask these questions up front. And when I did that video and some of the comments were like, no, I'm not going to waste my time. And I wish I had time to go into so many of those comments that said, no, I need to ask those questions so I don't waste my time. And I always want to follow up with this. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's look at this. What has your experience been when you ask those questions? Right. Literally. Because they'll be like, because then what? So then all those people that said that answered it the way you wanted to answer it. How did those work out for you? You're no. still, we're, you're still single, which is why we're still looking at this. Exactly. This and I honestly, you know, I couldn't, I want to piggyback on that quickly. Cause I think for me, um, I realized recently I was like, well, ADHD and narcissism, there was somebody, I had a follower who I blocked. Um, but you know, I used to say consistency is something in my relationships. I work on, I have ADHD, both types. Like I listen, like follow through with something. TikTok's the longest relationship I've ever had in my life. It's really exciting. <laughs> I mean, I've dated people for a while, but like, I'm, Wait, I am, like, are you so proud of yourself? That's so huge. I am. So, thank you. So proud of yourself. Thank you. It's really nice. Like I do love it. And like, I've had long-term relationships, but doing reflecting and therapy and everything I've realized, I'm like, you know, I think I am the problem and that's okay. And that's okay to know that I can be avoidant. That's fine. Or what all the attachment styles, which I could actually write a book ad nauseum about them as well, um, about my like outspoken opinions. My point is I've tried to race through everything. And I've realized as I gotten older that I cannot race through my own life. And that this is these, the race through parts are kind of the fun. You, it's like the fun getting to know someone and figuring out that you like this type of music you never heard. Like you can't race yeah. through it. And if you could, your life would be as boring as the beginning and ending of a book. And I realized that because I've been speaking to people and like getting to know other people. And I've noticed that they're like, slow down. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I'm like, oh, this is concerning to you. Because those of you who follow me on TikTok know that I've had a pretty interesting journey with my skin. And now that I finally have gotten my acne under control, I have the side effect of dryness, which is difficult to deal with. Something I never thought I'd say is that I have dry skin. However, not just me, all of us have dry skin, especially in the winter. And so in order to make sure our skin is hydrated, moisturized, and protected, it is important to use the very best ingredients from the very best brands. And so it is my honor to talk about this brand started by Jen Atkin, who is the Kardashian hairstylist, in case anyone doesn't know. And her Instagram feed is fabulous. Way. And I'm honored that I'm reading this, honest to God. So quench your thirsty skin and make sure it's leaving it to feel satin smooth with Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast, fast absorbing, helps nourish your skin when you need it the most, and it has hydration that prevents dryness. It has incredible ingredients like coconut oil, squalane to make sure your, your skin is protected, it is safe, and it is hydrated. Experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser, your body, your way. Go to 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BLEAVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off of your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Code BLEAVE. I know I'm about to do it right now. Jumping so fast, and you're like, you don't like me. Oh, so the follower I blocked. Sorry, there was someone who followed all my point. Oh gosh, uh, my medication. It's funny. He commented on every single video of mine. The DSM five criteria for narcissistic personality disorder, which is really, I think, a love language to be committed that much to everything I posted. But I think, um, with that said. A lot of people comment about narcissism and narcissists and meeting narcissists. And if somebody is a narcissist and love bombing, I have been outspoken in my past as someone who is not a therapist. I don't like that. I think we try and label a lot of things. I think it takes us away from like what we feel. Do you have any opinions mm -hmm. about like when people say love bombing, do you think that it is as prevalent as what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important now than ever to make sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. We're seeing, um, I guess, is kind of the long-winded way of asking that question to you. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, you know, I, I, I've actually been pretty outspoken about this yeah. too. So one of my favorite authors, and I've done training with him, um, Vander Kolk, he is amazing. He very much looks at like very similar perspective, looking at how our body holds trauma, our nervous system. Because your nervous system is reacting in dating and, and relationships. That's why like, you like your nervous system goes on and off. And so that sympathetic nervous system state, like you're gone. And so, you know, Vander Kolk is like, a genius when it comes to this and he even says he's like everything you see in the dsm which by the way for those that don't know is the yeah. it's the manual for therapists psychologists of, of how you diagnose based on a certain cluster of symptoms but they're all a cluster of symptoms you can label it whatever you want if it's helpful to say ah here's this name but for the most part it doesn't matter what you label it because you still have to address symptoms underneath yeah. and we don't want to get too caught caught up in those labels unless it's something that's very um relieving for the person who has them to be like, yes. what is this I'm dealing yeah. with? Like, okay, this makes sense. And I will use it strategically with, with certain clients, but I, I'm very, I, I don't, I think we've named, we've named too many things. And here's too what many. I think happens <laughs> when something goes lacking in our life, it takes on a fantasy like proportion. So if I cannot grab hold of that boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, and I can't grab hold of it, it takes on a fantasy like proportion, which means more of our thoughts rotate around it. And I think out of almost like an entertainment value or an enjoyment of trying to get this, this, this elusive relationship, we have now named everything, love bombing, gaslighting, this, that, that I'm like, for the love of God, like this was just too much work for me. Like, it's just like, it's still behavior. It's human behavior. It's the same human behavior that was around a century ago. Right. And the same nervous system. Yes. Social media, all of that internet changes that change, not doesn't change our nervous system, it changes our perspective of things, but we still have to address the same, the same things going on in, in our body. So no, I'm not a fan of, of labeling 
of labeling anything. And by the way, do I think narcissists exist? Yes. Do I think there's half as many narcissists as TikTok thinks there is? No, that's Hell what I no. mean. Like, Hell that's no. exactly what I mean. And honestly, I couldn't, I am so grateful that you said this because, you know, I've thought as someone like getting, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was eight. And so I found out what, how it affected me emotionally when I was 22, which was funny. A therapist, um, a counselor at schools was like, Hey, have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD? I'm like, what do you mean? Me? Yeah, whatever. Moving on. They're like, the way you just told that story was like out of the book. Like you're literally, why don't you read about it a little bit? And it was really helpful for me. But after that, I was like, okay, some things can bring a lot of relief, but, um, what really bothers me is when I think we demonize other people's behavior and, and kind of use, you know, in dating, I have been different versions of myself at all different ages. And I have definitely not been the best girlfriend on planet earth. I've definitely, I've definitely talked to people and liked them and then liked somebody more. And to them, I could be a narcissist. I could be, I was so interested in you and stopped, but to the person I dated, I was so loyal. And I think sometimes when we like name these things, we're, we're putting a giant judgment on someone that we spent one week with. Yes. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, that's why I don't, I don't like it at all. I don't yeah. like it at all. Yeah. Do I know I mean, have I sat with true personality disorders? Yes, the, those can be extremely challenging and very, and some destructive. And there's some that I've seen really grow, and that that is possible too. I don't want, but I don't like demonizing anybody. Yeah. I mean, my approach to relationships is they're all about learning and practicing, which is why you have to have so much grace for yourself. Oh my gosh, if I look at like, if I look at one of like my college boyfriends, I'm like, good lord, like like I was just a hot mess. Like I was a hot mess. <laughs> I'm crazy. I always like, look I'm back literally at myself crazy. and be like. I was like, oh my gosh, poor thing. Look at her go. Like, that was just a hot mess. Like, I mean, but you see how I talk about myself is with an endearing, because remember when you are in a relationship, young you, middle you, older you, you're just trying to figure it out. You're not trying to do anything wrong. You're not, you're trying to find a way of, get, of getting love, giving love and receiving love. And so we have to have so much grace on ourselves when we're figuring them out. But I think the reason why a lot of people, I'm going back to the narcissistic ones, yeah. I see this so much. I think so many people are so big on calling out somebody outside of them, calling out something that someone did to them is because it's simply saying, well, I have to blame someone. If I blame, because if I don't blame somebody, then that means my body says you have to blame somebody. Yeah. This is what our brain does. You have to blame somebody. If you don't blame somebody, you may feel this kind of pain again. And so the body says, I either need it to be you or I need it to be me so that somebody needs to fix something. And so what's easier So I don't like often either I beat myself up. I say, it's all me. I I'm the problem. I'm broken and I'll beat myself up. Or I will say, no, it's you. You're the problem. And our brain will tend to default to that because it feels like if it can blame, then there's a place to fix as opposed to saying, oh, this was a, this was a, this was an didn't uncomfortable match. situation. This was not a good fit. I, I recognize I didn't set good boundaries. I know for next time, here's what I would do different. I recognize, you know, you see how different that feels. Yeah. And, and that's the shift we need to make with relationships is like, I, you know, and it's, so I'm really not caring if they're a narcissist or not, not a narcissist, unless I just want to simply say, okay, now I've seen these qualities note for next time. Now I, I know how to spot them and how to set up a boundary. So it's still about what I do and what I have control over. Uh, but yeah. there is a wave, I would say, of people that just hate people. Um, and you, you know, particularly hate men. Yeah. And I keep, I, I kind of scratch my head. So how are we supposed to hate men and want to be in a relationship at the same time? How's that working for us? Right? Yeah, no, it's difficult. I always say I have a, I have a brother. And so I think I see things through having him like, I'm always like, if this was him, like I, like, you know, I remember when all too well came out and people were like, it was Jake Gyllenhaal. If it is hypothetically, I would never ever claim to know anything about Taylor Swift, who is the <laughs> most parasocial relationship I will ever have. I look up to her. <laughs> 
but I do hypothetically remember saying if my brother instilled a song, I would kill him um, just as a sister. But I think that's the thing. I think when you're trying to, when you're dating specifically, like I, I only date men, like you're trying to have two people connect and understand each other who are from different backgrounds. You know, even if you're like a twin, you grew up in different, you know, different people. And, you know, I had a thing end this winter actually. And I was honest about it online. I said, Hey, I was talking to somebody for a bit like maybe under a month, great guy, just didn't work out. And it was like, Mm -hmm. it was one of my viral videos. People were like, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, it just didn't work out. Like it just didn't work. And this is that we only talked for a period of time. I don't like to say that time makes something more or less valid, but it was a lot easier to move fast. I'm like, "Eh, neither, nobody's fault. Like just didn't work. Just move on. And I wonder if you didn't, you didn't touch because it didn't touch identity. No. Are we saying it's easy? No, it can be hard. It can be painful, especially if you're not the one that left. It can be like, Oh, that hurts. But if it's not tied to identity, you really can say this was not a good fit. I just actually had this conversation last night with with a friend and we um, was like bringing up this analogy for them of the sense of when you meet somebody and let's say you decide to like clear out the pond. I always say pond because if you've ever been on a dating app, there's like swarms of fish. So you decide to like <laughs> clear, take, <up> clear <laughs> out the pond and ma- try to make a go somebody. You guys come from different backgrounds. Everybody does. People have live on different board games. Different. I love big games. Grew up with my kids playing like all, all the different games, you know, life, monopoly. And so yeah. you have to imagine when you meet somebody, you guys have a different, each have a different board game for life, different rules, different way the, the game runs. And so when you meet somebody, you are learning about their board game and they're learning about yours and you're trying to figure out, okay, we're trying to figure out a board game of understanding the, how the rules work for each of us and kind of building, a, a, can we find a board game that kind of works for both of us? And that's the analogy I use. We get so offended though, when somebody just like, well, no, this is the way the game runs. No, that's the way your game of life runs. Their game of life runs differently, right? And so it's learning this, like, how do we build a board game together to say, okay, I can, I can, okay, that's your rule. Let's add that rule. Okay, here's, here's my rule that here's part of the game I like. And we kind of build this board game to see if we can make it fit. Honestly, I feel like I'm paying for a personal session of like my favorite content. Cause that was like, I'd like, I have like one more comment and it's about this just to talk on quickly. I love that. I think there's a lot of commentary about playing games in general. And if we run with that analogy, you're already playing two games. And so if you play a third game, that's so many games right. to integrate. Like, it's like, do you think yeah. you should text you at 7 PM? Oh my God, your game doesn't give a shit. Or we yeah. can swear I'm acting as if we can't, your game does not give a shit. I was recently saying to my friends, I was talking to someone I a crush again i everything i do is head first and so it's just always going to be and i've realized now i will get excited about somebody that spark but for me if it's going to sustain like that's what you figure out i'm a very i'm decisive in that way but i know that you can't meet someone and be like this is it for the rest of my life when you meet them that's insane like you had a commentary about intimacy grows and like growing the seed in a relationship i think i commented i was like every day i'm called out by this app like <laughs> you're like you have to grow that intimacy and i was like Oh, she is right again. And that's exactly I what I remember that. I remember that one. That one says like, as long as it takes a plant to grow, that's how <laughs> long it takes to grow. People are trying to rush it or they're trying to figure it yeah. out. No, here's my favorite thing about relationships. I mean, clearly I'm, I'm in this for a living. So I like love, love talking. <laughs> I mean, by the way, this is like what my friends and I, when we all go for wine after work or something like this is like, what oh, I, I love that. About, I so love fun. It. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. But what, what I, my favorite thing about it is there is no recipe, which is why I'm always speaking out against people who are like five things, do this, ask these questions. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You could little, I have some friends that have, they, they met, they have on their second date, they decided to get married and they've been married for 10 years. 
They decided on their second date, this is my person I want to marry. They've been married for 10 years, have three kids. Great. Now, did their did their intimacy still grow over time? Yes, it grew over time. <laughs> now, there's other people who've been together for 10 years and like that's and then that's it and it doesn't work out. You just don't know. Like it's it's different for everybody. And that's why there is not one recipe for all people and you've got to figure out for you what works. But whether whatever the content is, it still takes time to grow. And that's where I think we have to approach it differently. You know, I, I would say just the first few dates are just about, do I enjoy the company of another human being? People are so set on this, this, I'm trying to get a commodity and I'm really trying to get into a relationship. That is, there's so many factors to that to actually get there that we have to take our eyes off of it because it's not something we can just grasp in this moment. And that's the key right there is they're trying to grab hold of something they cannot get today. And if I can't get a relationship on a platter today, you can't run through it now, you can't order it, you can't pick it up, then I have to go back to, can I just enjoy another human being's company? And that's where, and that feels so much better in our body too. It does. And I think I love that so much because I think I realized with rushing, I, and again, I think I wonder how much you hear about astrology too. And you must be like, at least I know my therapist is like, Catherine, I don't know how much of the Aries Venus this is. Like, I think it might be the one like, like relationship that didn't go super hot. Like, don't really know if it's the stars. I'm like, enough. Thank you so much. Um, but you're right. You're correct. But for me, I've realized I like the chase a lot. I've been in a relationship relationships where I love the chase. Then I'm in the relationship and I'm like, I don't like where I am. I got what I wanted. And it's like, you don't listen to who you got it with. Like I didn't pay attention to who I was sitting with. Um, yeah. how do you feel? My last thing is, I guess I've realized now when I get to know someone, I'm someone who has a lot of shame, I think, internally about how I am because I, I felt like I was annoying most of my life with ADHD. I talk a lot. Um, someone I was talking to recently who I have a crush on um, actually listened to my podcast. So it's like hilarious in my mind. I'm like, you either listen to this knowing me or listen to this being like too much. Regardless, I remember he listened to a, a version of my podcast and he was like, it was really good. I'm like, thanks. And he was like, you just talked the whole time. It didn't stop. I'm like, Nope, I didn't. He's like pretty impressive. I was like, yeah, that's me. Wait, wait, what was that? What was that like though to hear him say pretty impressive? It was so nice. It really was. It was like actually the sweetest thing. And that's what I mean. Like it was, it was sweet. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm tired of, I think I tried to get in relationships and with people to therapize it myself that I wanted to be a different version of me, like a quieter, more yeah. put together version. And that girl like just truly cannot exist. So it yeah. is scary to be all caps me, but some people will appreciate it. And whether or not he appreciates it forever, like is okay. But it was really mm -hmm. nice to hear that someone said that. And I, um, I don't know. I, I think I've tried to lean into more being that version of me. I wonder if you have any mm -hmm. takes on that, because I think sometimes like if it was a coworker, you're like, oh, what emotional intimacy do I share with them? I don't text them 15 times and they haven't responded to me. So do you have any comments about like that? Like how quickly you are yourself in a relationship? Yeah, you know, and this is one thing, my observation, just with clients of like all different ages, um, is that, that a lot of times that's something that comes with age. Uh, okay. And that sense of starting. And I think by the time I see people that are older, 40s, 50s, 60s, that sometimes they're like, I'm too exhausted to try to put up any more than who I am. And I do think it's something that comes doesn't mean you have to wait till then. But I think there is a sense that says, you know, how do I just start to put myself I almost and you know, I have I have permission to share the story. And um, I have this client who's been married for a long time, four young kids. And I, um, uh, you know, and I would, ask, I love asking them all questions about like, how did you meet your, you know, your oh, yeah, my favorite question. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. so she was saying too, she was like, um, she's like, you know, I just had been in a relationship where 
the image that that person had had of me kept me like, like so restrained and trapped in my own body. And she's like, I remember thinking the next person I'm going to meet, I'm just going to be like, fuck it. This is who I am. You might as well figure out. She's like, I almost overdid myself. Cause I was like, you might as well figure out now. That's like, how I am this right is now. who I am. <laughs> and you can move on if it's not a fit for you. And just like, and she, and, and she said it was the best thing possible. But again, that, but in order to do that, you have to go back to the root, which is what do I think of myself? Because it can, because usually we won't put up a different persona first. We'll either hide who we really are. If, if it's, if it's our eyes for ourselves. if we have a hard time with the way we look. So when I'm working with someone, I'll say, wait, hold on. What do you think of yourself? What do you see? And we got to work on that relationship, relationship with self, relationship spiritually, if you, if that's part of your life and yeah. relationship with other, all three have to be cultivated. If I don't like who I am or I have a hard time tolerating myself, it's very hard to to put myself out there. The fear is, oh my gosh, if I put myself out there and it may be rejected, it's only going to reinforce what I already believe. So that relationship with self of not just tolerating self, critical of self, but can I actually get to a place where I actually, there are parts of myself I really love and that I really appreciate. And you might as well figure out now, like, you know, and I think what I hear often is people get older, like, I just don't have time for this shit. Like, you might as well just like, this is who I am. It's too exhausting trying to keep up an act. Right. And so recognizing the sense that says, this is where I'm at. I'm okay with me. If this isn't a fit for you, might as well figure it out now. And so it doesn't tap on identity. That's what I love. Cause you know, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's what makes me feel. I've been working on like, I feel more validated in who I am. And so whether or not you like it doesn't take away that I like who I am. Like, I'm not a big drinker. I've realized recently, I mean, I, so I'm on, I've said it before on this podcast, people know that I'm on Adderall for ADHD. It's like, I have ADHD. That's a drug that's used to treat it. (laughs) No, no shit. So I don't drink a ton. Actually. Um, I realized once I got adjusted medication that I, I think I was drinking more. I used to say I'd never drink to drink but I now realized with, I was like, maybe some of those times I was like, maybe some of those times I was a little uncomfortable sitting with me and my weekend, like after this. So it's, I'm not in the same time zone, but I'm, my weekend is me hanging out and drinking tea. Like I like being with myself. And I've noticed when I like mm-hmm. started cooking more and this isn't just to brag about myself, but when I started enjoying my own company as a single woman, like life has been easier because I meet people who I'm like, this is who I am. And I used to feel a lot of pressure. I think I know I'm 26. Like I have a lot to grow and learn, but I used to feel uncomfortable saying that I never wanted to make anyone else uncomfortable in any capacity. But now I'm just like, I have so much going on that I'm so, I don't have time to make me uncomfortable. So if you want to meet me and be happy with how I am totally chill, if not, we don't have time for you in my life. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm open to meeting other people, but uh, I kind of think that's the healthiest I've been in dating. So I just kind of want to tell you, I guess. Yes. That's so exciting. That's such a great point. I'm like so excited for you, you. especially if you've in that journey and you know, it's about, we are under construction until we take our last breath. We, this is not about arriving until you take your last breath and you are under construction. And so you are growing and learning and building. And all those words have a different feel than getting it right, being successful, doing everything perfectly. We use those growth words, construction, building, and you're learning and you will continue to learn as, as you go. And I think that that is the key to relationships is having a lot of grace for yourself as you move through it. Note for next time. What am I learning? None of us are, have been given a manual. None of us has been given, given a manual, but I think, I mean, I think that's where that, that, that love, like that relationship with self is so much that root of it. And I talk, I, I, I know we need to wrap up here pretty soon, but I talk about that analogy of a cupcake is like, oftentimes we expect them to be the whole cupcake. In reality, that cake is for us. That cake is for us to tend to ourselves. Having someone in your life, that's just the icing on the cake. So whether the icing's there or not, 
we still have a pretty damn good cake. And that's what we're building is this sense of, of a both and that says, yes, I love my life. I want a rich life. And at the same time, I can still desire a partner. I don't have to act like I don't want a partner. No, I would love to have a partner. <laughs> yeah. I hate the I pretending really like, oh no, I'm better on my own. I'm like, no, I like love. Like I'm like, you gotta be, no, like I can be like, I love my life and I really would love to share it. And there's times I'm sad and I miss that. And that's okay too. And it doesn't mean I'm less confident or empowered to be yeah. able to hold this space. Yeah. And so it's, it's finding that balance and that comfort and just that, but really how do I cultivate that cake in myself? And part of that, and I know I'm going on and on here, but that part of that, that is so key that we don't realize as we get older, when we get older and we move out of our parents' house, or maybe we're still in our parents' house, but we now feel like an adult. We need to cultivate an internal parent inside of us. And an internal parent inside of us that's healthy has two characteristics. They are nurturing and they are protective. And we want to cultivate this voice inside of us that is nurturing to us, gentle with us, and protective with us. Uh, this this person, they're not consistent, doesn't make our body feel good. And if we keep seeing it, I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to walk you out. We, int- we build this muscle inside of us. So we still have a parent caring for us that is inside of us as we become older. And that's key. I that is going to be what we end on. That is the perfect thing. I, that, that was so kind. And honestly, especially that internal parent, like I just wanted, I could not thank you enough. This was so helpful. Uh, to me, and I know it would be so helpful to everyone else. All of my followers know how, and I mean this, I mean this lightly, everyone, especially recently, I am obsessed with her content. If you aren't already following, so my mom's a therapist on TikTok. I know you're on TikTok, you have a podcast and she also has Instagram. Um, And I think you probably, I think you said you post to YouTube. I know I'm a super fan. Like I know all of this stuff, which is weird, probably saying to you. And did I get all of the socials? I I love it. Okay, great. So we're, we're, we're new to Instagram. We're baby on Instagram. I actually go in and talk with people in the DMs, which I love because we're still small. We're just at about 2000, which is great. Perfect. I like smaller. Um, I'm really not. I never set out to brand myself, which no, we are now. Yeah. Um, but I really love because I'll go in and chat with people. I can't answer personal questions. Um, if people have personal questions, though, we have them send their voice memos to so my mom's a therapist podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. And that's what we use on our podcast is um, voice memos that we get. Um, oh, from so people, awesome. but yes, we're on, on YouTube and we're new to that too, but the podcast is my new favorite. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm excited for you. Okay. That's great. And then I'll connect offline to make sure that I get all of those links. Um, and I just want to thank you from us and I'll stop recording. So first of all, um, everyone say a big, thank you. Um, and great. Oh. Thank you. And if I can find the, 